Entrepreneur on Fire 864. If you want to stay in touch with an ex-girlfriend, get yourself into a lawsuit with her. Inspiration defines EO Fire. Launching your podcast in 15 days defines freepodcastcourse.com. Ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Be there for your customers no matter where you are. Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Stuart Knight. Stuart, are you prepared to ignite? Oh my God, take me there, John. Take yes! me there. <laughs> Stuart has written, produced, and starred in shows that have been seen by over 1 million people and each year speaks nationally, helping the world's biggest companies reach new levels of success. He's an author of two critically acclaimed books and today we'll be sharing his expert opinion on communication. Stuart, given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally and expand upon the biz. Ah, me personally, I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm 41 years old. I look like I'm about 23. I was actually going to say, I'm looking at your Skype photo. You look 23 years old. You know what? (laughs) It's a problem. It's actually a problem. It's funny because I actually make a joke every time I speak to my corporate uh, clients. I always throw a joke in the beginning about my age uh, as a way of kind of putting it out there. It's like, hey, look, you know what? I didn't graduate from high school last week. I I have a general idea about what I'm talking about here. (laughs) Uh, It's hard to to get respect from uh, Vice President and CEOs who are in their fifties and sixties when they think you're, uh, you know, when you're too young. Although you know what, you and I both know if uh, if Mark Zuckerberg walks in, I was just going to say Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, no, they wouldn't have any problem listening (laughs) to him. But uh, that's the world we live in, right? That's funny. uh, yeah, as I was saying it before, I'm, I'm up here in cold old Canada and uh, loving my country, loving life, and loving being an entrepreneur. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite things in the little pre-interview chats that I have for Entrepreneur on Fire, especially during this time of year, you know, which is the January and the Februarys of the world. Right. And, you know, I'm always like, yeah, so how's it going up there? And, you know, you're like, it's freezing. I'm so jealous of you down in San Diego. And I'm like, oh, I know. you know what, Stuart? We all make choices. And that just kind of <laughs> yeah, makes right. the guests always kind of stop and they're like, darn it. It's like, I hate this guy interviewing me. (laughs) (laughs) And we won't even get into the other stuff, but it was awesome. And Stuart, I don't know if you've heard Entrepreneur on Fire before, but one thing that we really focus on is you. You know, you're a spotlighted guest and we don't just focus on why you're crushing it right now, how you're crushing it right now. I mean, yes, we are going to get there, my friends, Mm -hmm. but I talk about the journey. You know, I talk about the wins, the losses, the failures, the successes, And I want to start with a doozy. I want to start with what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moments. And Stuart, I want you to really take us there, really tell us that story, and let's talk about the lessons learned. 
Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I hope you don't mind if I start crying during the first no. segment of your show. Uh, it's funny. Look, there's so many. Like, If you are going to become an entrepreneur and you think that you're going to not have moments in your life where you just want to you know, throw yourself off a bridge, then do not or become move to an Toronto. entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, no. or, or move to negative <laughs> 17 degree temperature. All right. You need to check yourself. And and that's what it is. You know, it's funny. I, I, there's, I have so many um, moments in my life where I can say, oh, God, this is one of my worst entrepreneurial uh, memories. Um, I'll throw, you know, there's one big one, and I'll, I'll, as a lead into that, I'll kind of throw like a, a snippet of another one. Uh, you know, I always remember getting my very first uh, review, and I was expecting this review to be unbelievable because we had received a standing ovation. Everything had gone perfect. So I went and sat in the park, and I opened the newspaper, this national newspaper. I get to the page where I'm going to be getting a big review. There's a huge picture of me. It's taking the entire page in this newspaper, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm the man. Let's read about how awesome I am. And I literally, John, read line after line about how bad I was and how bad the show is and how you should never go to the show. And uh, I'm thinking that maybe one of my ex-girlfriends had written the damn thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I'm crushed. And I'm, I, I, th- I thought my whole, everything was over. I thought, you know, this was supposed to be my big moment. And as I sat there, though, after, you know, about 20 minutes of the shock finally wearing off, it dawned on me. I was like, hold on. I am now exactly like every single person I look up to. You know, every person I want to be like has a story where they've received a bad review or people have spoken badly about them in public. And I thought, I never had that little notch in my hat before. And now that I do, I'm now more like the people I'm trying to be like. I'm like, and I start thinking to myself, damn, I'm in the game. Mm. I'm, I'm really in the game here. So, um, you know, and, and, and speaking of, of, of ex-girlfriends, that kind of leads me into what was uh, – <laughs> yeah, maybe it won't be an entrepreneurial show. Maybe we'll get into a relationship show. I'm but cool with that. You're okay? Um, and so, yeah, I, I, was, I had started this uh, – my business had been flourishing. We had been kicking ass big time. Everything was great. And so the girlfriend I had at the time, her and I decided to uh, expand our businesses. She was a very successful entrepreneur as well. And so we bought this huge building, downtown Toronto, for close to a million bucks. And uh, the idea was that we were going to turn it into this you know, big social venue, a bar, piano bar, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, we got uh, into the deal with a very shady real estate agent. And um, all of a sudden, we got caught up in a deal that we shouldn't have never bought, been, been caught up in. And this agent gave us really bad advice. And uh, I was like, you know, I literally found myself in a situation six months prior where I had just finally really hit my groove. I finally felt like I was a real entrepreneur and I was really making great cash. And all of a sudden now, uh, my girlfriend and I ended up breaking up right around the same time. And then uh, we think, okay, we, we feel like we've walked away from the deal. Two months later, we get a, a phone call and we're being sued for about a quarter million dollars. Whoa. Yeah. Which is, by the way, is a great way if you want to stay in touch with an ex-girlfriend – Get yourself into a lawsuit with her. <laughs> <laughs> That'll keep you in touch. And that was it, man. I was, for the next two years of my life, I was bleeding money into lawyers, bleeding money into uh, settling this thing at a court. And it was literally because of a greedy real estate agent who didn't give us information, who made us think something was going to happen that didn't happen. And we signed that, we signed the dotted line. So that was for sure, you know, I, I, I had the opportunity to live the great life of a successful entrepreneur for about six months. And then next thing I know, I was literally on the, on the brink of bankruptcy. So let's kind of talk about in reflection. Now, obviously, you know, one of your takeaways would be read the contracts thoroughly, X, Y, Z. But what can you really, looking back now, share with our listeners, you know, who are going to be signing contracts, who are going to be getting into partnerships, who are going to be taking risks? 
What can you share with them that you know you learned along this road? Probably one of the biggest lessons I ever learned when I was in business school over 20 years ago was from uh, this professor named Dr. James McDougall. And he used to always say to us, don't think that what you think is cool or what you think is a great idea is what everyone else think is a great idea. So if, if you're working for whatever, General Motors, and you think that, you know, and green happens to be your favorite color, don't go thinking you should pitch everyone on making every car green because your customer might not like the color green. Red might be their favorite color. And so... I automatically uh, had made the mistake of thinking that, oh, yes, you know, because I think that this idea is so great, because I think the city needs this New York-style piano bar, because, you know, I think that they need this kind of social space, automatically uh, everyone else will feel the same way. And what I did was I made the mistake of not really sitting down, and you absolutely always have to go through the fine uh, um, the, the business plan with a fine-tooth comb. You have to do your due diligence. You have to create that business plan. You have to you know, share it with other people. You have to get that negative feedback. You have to get that positive feedback. You have to get that criticism and then really put it through its dil- due diligence so that at the end of it, uh, it's no longer just you thinking it's a good idea, but you've actually had the support of a community and you've really pushed that idea through, uh, you know, the, the rigorous testing uh, ground. And I didn't do that with this situation. I just thought, oh, yeah, you know what? I love uh, piano bars in New York City. I spend a lot of time there. <laughs> of course, everyone in Toronto is going to love it. And so much so that I became blind and just went full force and didn't look at the contract the way I should have and didn't um, give it its due diligence. The phrase I love here is starving audience. Do yeah. you have a starving audience, Fire Nation? You know, this idea that you have, this creation that you are, you're embarking upon, does it have a starving audience? Are there people that want this so bad that they are just not only willing to say, yes, I want it because that's one hand, but they're willing to actually pull up money and say, you know what? I'm actually going to buy a ticket to opening night of your piano bar right now, even though it's six months before it's going to open. That shows that there's a starving audience for it. And Fire Nation, that's what you need. But Stuart, I want to go back to your first little snippet. You know, this is such a crusher for so many entrepreneurs. You know, the reviews, the Mm. comments on websites, on social media. You know, I can share a personal story with me. I have 1,712 five-star reviews just in the U.S. store and iTunes and thousands more internationally. Five stars. That's great. I have 13 one-star reviews. So the Mm. percentage is like 0.01, like whatever it might be. It's tiny. Mm. But those 13 reviews... They kill me. They crush me. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it bothers me every single day. Like every time I log in to iTunes, I'm looking to see if that 13 has gone to 14. I'm not looking to see if 1700 has gone to 1800. Right. I'm looking to see if 13 has gone to 14. <laughs> Why? Why as entrepreneurs do we let this crush our fragile little souls? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I go through the same thing because obviously a major part of my job is to be on stage speaking in front of audiences. And I will literally get a standing ovation from a thousand people (laughs) and one person in the front row doesn't stand up. And that's the person I'm thinking about as I drive home. And so we're all prone to it. I I think that... And that person was actually probably tweeting like, I wish I could stand up right now, but I'm a paraplegic. I mean... (laughs) Exactly, right? And then here I am staring at them, giving them the finger. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I think it's... Look, I think there's nothing... 
wrong with us entrepreneurs being bothered by those kinds of things because I think what it does is it says that we care. I, I always remember uh, seeing an interview with Jerry Seinfeld when he talks about this. He's, you know, people said to him, do you still get nervous when you go on stage to do a comedy routine knowing that the audience, you know, everyone is there and they all love you? And he said, you know, if I ever stop getting nervous, that means I stop caring. And so I feel it's the same true, that's true here is that if we ever get to a point where we stop, you know, at least uh, paying attention or at least uh, observing the fact that there are certain individuals out there that have negative things to say about us or they have give us bad reviews or whatever it might be. Um, I think that that's when we stop caring. And so it's okay. But the thing is, is that to not let it eat us so much that we stop being as fantastic as we actually are. Uh, you know, when I was talking to a friend not too long ago and we were, we both agreed that the majority of people will go their entire lives and never see themselves as being as amazing as everyone else around them saw them as. And that to me is sad. And it's true. You know, most people don't see themselves as good looking or as smart or as funny or as interesting as all their friends and all their colleagues and all the people in their neighborhood see them as. And so what we need to do is we need to realize that when people give us a bad review or if an individual doesn't stand up and give us a standing ovation or whatever it might be, we need to always ask ourselves, what's going on for that person? And my goodness, if there's anything that we are as human beings, we're complicated. And for all I know, that guy, you know, his girlfriend broke up with him that day or that woman you know, she is is upset because the night before she watched The Bachelor and the woman she wanted to win didn't win. I don't know. Uh, what about is. that guy, Chris, by the way? I don't know. The jury's still out on him as The Bachelor. We'll, we'll <laughs> see. Know. You know, it's funny. I was reading recently that on The Bachelor, do you know that out of the 24 couples that have got together on The Bachelor, only three of them are still together today? And you know that one of those couples, The Bachelorette, is from Maine. Oh, is that right? So basically, you're responsible. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. So, Stuart, yeah. mm-hmm. I love what we're talking about here. You know, I, I, I really resonate with you talking about, you know, the reviews and taking things to heart, but realizing it's not always you. You know, sometimes it truly is them and it's okay to even sometimes make stuff up. You know, like just say that person had a horrible day because of X, Y, and Z because, you know, A, that could be the truth and B, you know, just don't focus and don't just dwell on, you know, what might be a reason when you just don't really know. I would say quickly, just on top of that, is that one thing that we as entrepreneurs also have to do is remember that sometimes we're going to find ourselves in meetings with our team. And for whatever reason, members on our team that particular day are having a bad day and they start for some reason knocking down some vision that we're sharing with everyone. And it's easy for us as entrepreneurs to start thinking, well, God, I really trust this team. I've hired these individuals. And then I guess we just won't do it because I hired them to advise me. But that's when we have to dig deep. And if we feel like an an idea is a good idea, and I had this happened to me in the last uh, 24 hours, we just have to move forward with it, no matter what anyone else thinks, because uh, because of the fact that people um, have so many psychological issues that are going to affect the reasons why they might not want to get behind an idea. Yeah, it's so true. Stuart, let's shift now. I, I want you to tell another story. This okay. story is still going to be your journey as an entrepreneur, but it's going to be an epiphany, an aha moment that you've had, not the worst moment. Not necessarily the best, but just a light bulb that went on in your journey. So again, take us to that moment and tell us that story. Oh, wow. So... 
when I think about that, you know, it's funny. The first thing that pops into my mind is a time when I was, uh, I, well, God, I don't know, 24, 25. Um, and I, I had just started as a speaker and I had really, you know, was suffering from this uh, feeling of that imposter syndrome, right? Like, who am I to be on stage right. sharing positive ideas with people? Who am I to be successful? And I was asked to speak um, in, uh, in, in Eugene, Oregon, of all places. And it was this national student leadership conference. And this is when I wasn't speaking to the corporations. I was speaking to just mainly student groups. And I was like, of course, I took the gig. But the entire plane ride there, the entire night before, I was so convinced that I'm going to be outed. You know, these guys are going to find out that I'm not very good or <laughs> people in the States are must be better speakers than people in the Canada. Any story you want to think of, you just you can you can be sure it was lodged in my brain. In fact, I'll never forget the morning I woke up. I was so stressed that I actually put myself into a situation where I started doing sit or uh, push ups in my hotel room. Okay, I started doing push-ups just to take my mind off of the situation. So anyways, long story short, uh, it was a thousand people in the crowd. I got up there, I did that speech, and at the end of this speech, there's a moment where I actually start doing this poem. And it's a motivational poem, and it's really high energy, and as I was doing it, there were like people in the crowd who were like cheering, they're going, yeah, woo, and like that kind of stuff, and I had never had that before. And I literally, John, I had what would be, I considered an outer body experience where I found myself just almost, it felt like I was leaving my body and I was staring back at myself, and I was realizing I'm accepted here. I'm, I'm in the game. I'm, I deserve to be here. There's no way that those people would be reacting this way if I didn't have something to bring to the table. And because of it, uh, that was the moment. It was the aha for me. I said, I'm in. I'll do this for the rest of my life. These loudmouth Americans, they, they like me. They really, really <laughs> like me. When you tell Americans that they can do, be anything they want to be, the great thing about Americans is that they actually believe you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know, that's one thing that uh, Americans definitely have going for them on a lot of levels. And the word that I really want to, to take away from this for my listeners, Stuart, is confidence. You know, confidence, yes. it is this, just this thing that you either have or you don't. And, you know, it's fine when you don't have it. It's amazing when you do. And, and why it's fine when you don't have it is because just like you, Stuart, you can grow into confidence. But the reality is, and especially in this world of audio, like with podcasts and with video, it comes across so clearly through your voice, That's through right. your mannerisms, if there's video involved too, mm-hmm. if you're a confident person. And I'll tell you, people are drawn like a magnet to those that are confident. You know, those people are called leaders. And that's why there's some amazing men and women in this world who have had achieved great success because they are leaders because of that confidence. But I can tell you, they had to go on their own journey. Just like you, Stuart, had to go on your own journey. Just like me, Fire Nation, you who have been listening to me since episode one, you remember how no confidence I had when I started, you know, how (laughs) just robotic I was and terrified and it came through, but you know, you have to have courage to get through that lack of confidence to get to a point where you are confident. And Stuart, you had the courage to to do push-ups in your hotel room, you know, instead of booking the next flight home before, you know, giving that great presentation. You had the courage to get through that to build the confidence. And I think that's a huge takeaway. And just in one sentence, Stuart, like what do you want our listeners to really take away from that aha moment in your life? 
for anyone who's listening right now to really just remind yourself of all the reasons why you should be confident and to not think that it's something that you're just born with. But like you say, as you go through a particular journey, you have a choice. You can sit there and focus on all the things that you haven't accomplished yet. Or you can step back from the picture and you can always take a look at the things that you have accomplished. And it doesn't have to necessarily be about making a million dollars or, you know, you've been, uh, Oprah Winfrey has asked you to come on her show. It can literally be the fact that you've been a great parent or you've been a good mom or a great sister or, you know, people in your community really notice when you're not around. You know, it can be those little things that you need to be the one to give yourself that pat on the back so that you know that uh, you should have the confidence and that you, that you have more than uh, enough things to be confident about. You know, smiling at the grocer fire nation, it can be something so small that you can give yourself, you know, like Stuart said, that pat on the back because believe me, you deserve it. And then it turns into momentum. You know, it's that one thing that you can say, you know what? I did that good today. And then, you know, it can be building up into that momentum into the second and third thing, which is why I'm so high right now on journaling because I think it's so important to make yourself sit down at the end of the day and actually write down, you know, things you're grateful for, you know, things that you did good today. So your mind actually focuses on that. You'll be surprised at how that momentum really drives you forward. You know, there's a great, you can grab it on Amazon. It's called The Five Minute Journal. And it's a great book that prompts this way of thinking, this way of writing. And it's huge. So Stuart, we're going to dive into what I call the one minute mindset. We're going to ask you five questions. You have a minute each to do a dive or less, by the way. If you can be more concise, do it. Ideally, what are the first 60 minutes of your day look like? Uh, without a doubt, the first 60 minutes for me ideally uh, consists of silence. I think that people make a big mistake when they get out of bed and they just go, 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 go. I think you have to sit down. And for me, I always carve out this space when I can, which is at least five days a week. I sit in a chair with a cup of tea. I'm quiet and I just reflect. I close my eyes and I really just get myself mentally prepared and set up for the day. What is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? My biggest weakness as an entrepreneur is that I literally have just too many ideas. I'm sure you've heard other entrepreneurs say this. I think we all suffer from this. But for me, I make the mistake of really trying to make almost every idea that comes into my mind a reality. And I think that it's important to really hone in, pick one, maybe two or three ideas tops, and make those amazing as opposed to trying to make all other 10 ideas uh, fantastic. Weapons of mass distraction, Fire Nation, go one inch wide and one mile deep. Stuart, what's your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? Oh, my biggest strength, without a doubt, is my ability to be able to articulate an idea. I mean, I could literally be in the car with you, look out the window, and I'll get some sort of new entrepreneurial concept that crossed my mind. I guarantee you, within five minutes, I will have been able to give you the 10-year business plan. And there is no doubt about it in my mind that you will absolutely, 100%, be able to see exactly what's in my mind. And I think it's really impressive how you articulate out and about, too. I mean, that that takes a lot of skills, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I have been rehearsing this for weeks just for this oh, interview. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Hey, I'm from Maine. I'm one generation removed from Canada. I got nothing but love for you. <laughs> what habit do you wish you had? 
Oh man, I I think that for me the the one habit that sticks to me is 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 the idea that I wish I woke up earlier every day. Yeah. You know, I, I'm pretty good at it, but I mean, when I hear, and then again, there, there's these total, I mean, I think crazy people who they, 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 they're, they're regimented. They wake up at three o'clock every morning. I, you know, look, we, we need sleep and then there's a reason why we sleep when the, when the sun's down. But when it comes right down to it, I'd love to wake up every day at like, you know, six, six thirty because you can get so much done before noon. The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod Stewart. Pick up the book, read oh, yeah. it. It will change your mindset. I love it. What's the one thing that has you most fired up of all the great things you have going on? Mm, yeah, that's easy because I'm, I'm talking about it almost 24 hours a day. Uh, I'm starting a new company. I have started a new company called The Powerful Group. And it's really, you know, um, it's, it's soaked in this concept that's, uh, that's a big uh, factor in the work that I do, which is bringing human beings together to have what I call powerful conversations. And in all the workshops I do with the corporate clients I work with or with the things I do in the public, I'm continuously taking people out of their seats, making them walk across a room, find a stranger, and have a conversation that goes well above and beyond a conversation about the weather. And for me, I've seen the the response be so fantastic with that that I decided to create an, a company uh, around the entire concept itself. So what we're doing now is we're creating a membership-based uh, society where uh, I'm going to be launching this in, in cities all around the world, where as a card-carrying member of the Powerful Group, you get to walk in on any given time to any event that we're doing and instantly be uh, embr- uh engaged with strangers. No, you were going to say embrace, like physically hugged. I love that. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm thinking, no, the, the hugging comes at the end. If you've okay, had a okay. good conversation, there's lots of people making out. Um, <laughs> you said making out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing to watch uh, these fellow human beings come together on this planet and go, oh my God, right, we're on this bouncing ball circling a sun and as far as we know there's no one else out there or maybe there is but either way we're by ourselves so maybe we should get to know each other while we're here it's amazing and 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 the great thing about it is that you know some people fall in love some people become friends some people create business opportunities there's no agenda but the beauty is is that uh when you go in without any agenda the rest just takes care of itself I love the vision. I love the message. You know, I just love this entrepreneurial vibe that you're spreading, Stuart. So uh, definitely commend you for that grandiose, audacious goal and plan that you've already set in motion. And Stuart, I'm not letting you go just yet, my friend, because we are about to enter the lightning round. Uh oh. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Why are you an entrepreneur? Perhaps it's because you don't want someone else dictating what ideas you pursue or what projects you work on. Or maybe it's the flexibility owning your own business provides. I'm an entrepreneur for the freedom it affords me to do what I'm passionate about whenever and wherever I want. And with the help of the internet and services like eVoice... I can. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into my business phone. So when my customers or business partners call, they're automatically sent to wherever I am. Whether I'm out exploring new passions and ideas or in the backyard hanging out, I can still deliver the exceptional and professional service my customers expect. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. That's evoice.com slash fire. 
Fire Nation, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. And with ZipRecruiter's premium traffic boost, you can get up to three times more candidates. Quickly screen applicants, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free and get 30% off your first traffic boost by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Stuart, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Oh, man, I think that it was just all about uh, coming from a very working class family uh, made me believe that there was a ceiling to the amount of success that I could achieve in my life. And so for me, the biggest thing I was ever told to do was to get a job, to graduate from university, uh, get a wife, get a couple of kids. And then if you've done that, you've reached every major goal that you could ever possibly (laughs) reach. And I thought, well, hold on, maybe there's more out there. And it wasn't until I started reading uh, motivational books, really, that made me, uh, I started believing that, hold on, maybe I can do more. So I was, I was holding myself back because of what I was saying before about that whole imposter syndrome. Who do I think I am to be this successful? What is the best advice you've ever received? Oh man, I've had so much good stuff, but I think that the first thing that comes to mind would be uh, this entrepreneur, uh, his name was Abe, and he was a very successful man. And he told me, listen, the number one piece of advice I can give you is to know that the time that it takes to make a million dollars is the same amount of time that it takes to make a hundred thousand dollars. So you might as well try to make a million. Share one of your personal habits that you do have, Stuart, that you believe contributes to your success. Uh, it's funny, you know what? You touched on it, and that is journaling. Ooh. I, I think it's important for us entrepreneurs to recognize that we are the ones who have to carve time out every single day to have what I call, once again, a powerful conversation, not just with other people, but with ourselves. And that, for me, is grabbing a pen and a paper, sitting in a cafe or wherever it might be, a nice quiet spot, put the headphones on, and for at least 30 minutes, just writing to myself. And even if you don't think you have anything to say, just start talking about whatever comes across your mind. And before you know it, you'll start really getting deep into the things that you're excited about or the things that are bothering you or the things that you just really need to work through. Because if you don't give yourself that own mental therapy every single day, you're going to go crazy. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? An internet resource, you know, it's funny, I, I've got all kinds of different little ones that I use, but for me, uh, and I'm not sure if you can put this into the category of resource, but maybe it is, but I just really love uh, Zite.com. And a lot of people out there know what Zite is, and that's just uh, the ability to be able to use that resource as a, as a mechanism to feed myself with information that's going on around the world based on my interests. And when I you know, put my interests in and it starts feeding me this information on a daily basis, I find that when I read about articles of things that are happening in Argentina to Russia to Thailand, that it just it gives me new ideas about what I can be doing as an entrepreneur and what I can be doing as a citizen of planet Earth. 
Zeit, Z-I-T-E, as you would say in Canada. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Oh, man, a great book that I just read would be the autobiography of Nelson Mandela. Uh, It's called A Long Walk to Freedom. And the reason I would recommend that book is that I think I would challenge anybody to, to, to go through that and to feel sorry for themselves for five seconds yeah. after reading that. It's pretty much impossible. <laughs> and if there's ever a moment in your life where you're feeling like you don't have the strength or the courage or the will or the power to go out there and do something big with your life, all you have to do is close your eyes for five seconds and remember what Nelson Mandela went through, and you will instantly find pockets of courage within you to do great things. Oh, I love that phrase, pockets of courage. And Fire mm-hmm. Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Stuart, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that uh, with 500 bucks and a laptop, I think the first thing I would do is um, I would do everything I possibly could to set up a dinner party with 10 people that's going to happen in seven days. And for the next seven days, uh, I would do everything I can to find out who are the most influential people in this city, what people in this city or wherever I'm located at that time are making things happen, who is a visionary, who's a leader, who has experience in really making things happen. Because I want to invite them to a dinner party and I'm going to, I'm going to pay for that dinner for 10 people. I'm going to spend $500 on dinner. And in that dinner, I'm going to get to know some of the most influential people around. Because I can tell you right now, it's never really how hard you work. I mean, that's important. It's not about just perseverance. Yeah, that's important. But if you don't know the right people, it's difficult to make things happen. I love how it comes back to relationships. And Stuart, I really want to end this interview on fire, my friends, with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Ah, got it. Okay. Well, you know, one thing I always like to say to people as far as a piece of guidance goes is to remember that the person that you think you are can only do so much, but the person that you really are can literally do anything. So it's your job to continuously remind yourself on a daily basis of how fantastic you are. I'm not talking about being unrealistic. Don't tell yourself you can jump to the moon if you can't, but don't ever stop telling yourself about how much you bring to the table, how much you contribute to this planet, and how much people can benefit from you really expanding and exploring uh, all the entrepreneurial ideas that you have. So go out there and be the person that you truly are and not just the person that you think you are. So for those who want to get in touch with me, though, I'll tell you, there's all kinds of ways, but the easiest way is to go to the website. You can go to stuartknight.com. That's S-T-U-A-R-T-K-N-I-G-H-T.com. People can follow me on Twitter at Stuart underscore Knight, or just throw a pigeon out the window and a little note attached, and it'll eventually get to me. (laughs) 
<laughs> Find those pockets of courage, Fire Nation, and you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Stuart and JLD today, and apparently a homing pigeon, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Stuart in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with all the links, how to get in touch with him, you name it, we got it there. And again, StuartKnight.com. That's his direct link. Stuart, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. It's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.